Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Today on In a Mississippi Minute is one hard-working, traveling-the-globe kind of man. His job to help deliver and sustain businesses in Mississippi, among other things. As director of the Mississippi Development Authority, the MDA, it's on 24-7 for him. He's like eight days a week. I mean, the Beatles have been singing about this man forever. And when engaged in conversation, as I get to do from time to time, his enthusiasm about our future is so moving. Well, for me, it's like hitting, it's like a hit song to my ears. Please welcome and say hello to the mover and shaker, my pal, Glenn McCullough. Hey, Steve, great to be with you, my friend. Oh, and, great. Uh, and on Super Talk. Mississippi Minute, uh, you're a great host, and, and it's an honor to be with you. Let's, let's get going. Well, listen, I know that uh, I'm bizarre, and, uh, and and my friends are going like, well, you were always born to talk, so I said, <laughs> so uh, so it's good to be doing it. Okay, last couple weeks, real quick, I want to know the ske- your schedule, what you've been doing, what you and Governor Bryant, where you've been, what part of the globe you've been on, and why. Governor Bryant and I have been in Japan, uh uh, meeting with uh, business leaders, uh, many of whom have invested billions of dollars in Mississippi and provided career opportunities for thousands of Mississippians. Uh, uh, we came back, we were home a couple of days, then to the southeast U.S., the, southern, the southern states, uh, seven southern states, and six Canadian provinces, the southeast U.S., Canada, 11th annual meeting that was held this year in Mobile, Alabama, so we were there for two or three days, uh, back to Jackson one night, then to Chicago <laughs> to meet with site selection consultants who are referring their clients uh, to either expand or to make an investment in Mississippi. So wow. it's a great story to tell, as you know. You not only can tell it on Super Talk, Mississippi Minute, but, but you also can sing it, Steve, and we appreciate that, my friend. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You're the best. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, it's it's been really incredible just just watching your just your passion for Mississippi and and your knowledge what goes into it and how, how many hours you have to put in and you seem tireless I mean do you come <laughs> home with Laura sometimes and just go just crash <laughs> no it, it, you know it's great uh, lifelong Mississippian and uh, like you uh, Gwen uh, so w- this is an honor to work with our Mississippi Development Authority team. Uh, we've got partners all across the state of Mississippi, from our beautiful Gulf Coast 
that is more beautiful, stronger, and, and, and uh, the economy is growing on the Mississippi Gulf Coast up through the Piney Woods to the Mississippi Delta, uh, central Mississippi to, to the Appalachian Hills. You know, we got a great state, Steve. And, oh, and, I agree. And it's a story that people around the world want to hear. Well, yeah. And so it's, it's a privilege. Since 2012, uh, under the leadership of Governor Phil Bryant, you know, there have been over $6.3 billion. That's private capital investment. That's companies from around the world and many here in Mississippi that have expanded or made a new investment and in, in created careers over uh, really approaching now 32,000 new careers for Mississippians. And so Mississippi's economy is growing. The most recent GDP uh, growth in Mississippi, about 2.5%. And, wow. and uh, unemployment, record lows. And, and it's a great time to be here in the Magnolia State. Well, I, I totally agree. And, you know, me moving my family back uh, and getting to just see it all unfold, uh, I just think it's just uh, it's been a blessing. You know, I always feel like it'd take me like 10 lifetimes to repay this great state of ours and so um i'm loving i'm loving doing this radio show as you can tell <laughs> i mean i mean i don't think i could ever do more than two a week but uh but it's awesome and and it also lets me get to know even friends that i've known for years i get to know them better and i'm gonna be able to say the same thing for you after this after this interview okay so glenn i want to dig back into the past what makes the man what made you get here so let's go back to growing up did you you did you grow up in around tupelo yeah, yeah, Tupelo's home, and, and Laura and I are blessed to have two sons, uh, Vance and uh, Glenn Thomas, uh, both with wonderful wives and four grandchildren. We grew up, Vance and, and G.T. McCullough are sixth-generation Mississippians, and, uh, wow. and Laura's a lifelong Mississippian. She actually was born in Jackson and, and moved to Tupelo at a very young age, and uh, so we've lived here our entire lives, and, 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 and just fortunate to grow up uh, uh, in a home with mom and dad who love their children, and, and and encourage us to to be the best we could be. And, yeah. and, and somehow we survived uh, uh, maybe some mischief in school, and and, and here we are today. <laughs> and and uh, it's, it's great to have a chance to get to know you as well, Steve. Oh, thank you. You and are tremendous ambassadors to our. Oh man, we love it. We love it. And she's an Arkansas girl. I, I converted her. I did pretty good, I think. <laughs> I stole. I always say yeah, I, I kicked your coverage, Steve. Oh well, yeah, heck yeah, I did. And we both did. But look, the great thing is, thank goodness for bridges, because if we didn't have it, I wouldn't have got to her. So, all right, right. So you were the mayor of Tupelo. Yeah, um, and and uh, I'll tell you, if you want, if you want to be in public service, uh, being a mayor or a, or a city council member, an alderman, or a county supervisor. That's really the, the the tip of the spear when it comes to serving people, and it's a wonderful experience. Uh, Tupelo is is like many uh, towns across the state of Mississippi uh, is growing. It was a great experience for for Laura and and, and uh, Vance and GT and me at the time, and and uh, enjoyed my days in City Hall, and I learned a lot of valuable lessons. And a mayor or city council member. Uh, a supervisor in Mississippi doesn't get a day off. So you and Laura met at, in high school or Mississippi State? Hey, here's a, that's a great question. Laura's dad, uh, Lonnie White, uh, and, and her wonderful mother, Louise, they're both deceased, but he was my Little League baseball coach. And we played on the Indians, and her brother, Steve, was a catcher. 
And uh, and I played third base. We're not predicted to win the league, but her dad was an inspirational guy, and and uh, Indians played well, and we were fortunate. We won the league, and in Tupelo Park and Rec. And, and Laura's six years younger than me. I, while I was out there playing on, on the infield, she was playing in the dirt uh, behind the fence. And then uh, we met then and, and then got to, uh, uh, she was out having dinner with her mom and uh, dad in a Tupelo restaurant. And, and I actually spent a, two and a half years in Texas working for a chemical company, Novartis, and came back to Mississippi like you. And I had to get back home and and, uh, and and went over to speak to Coach White and uh, had their youngest daughter there. And we went out on a date, and the rest is history. Wow, I love it. Well, I get that part. We're talking to Glenn McCullough, the director of the Mississippi Development Authority. I've got that title, right? It's executive director of the Mississippi Development Authority, right? I mean, the truth of the matter is we all play as one team, but – uh, it's an honor to serve under Governor Phil Bryant and, oh, yeah. and, and to work with our music and culture ambassador, Steve <laughs> Azar. So uh, that's right. We at MDA uh, have teammates and then partners across the state, and, and that's how we win. Well, no, we do. And I really enjoyed our time. You know, obviously we were with Craig Ray, the director of tourism to visit Mississippi, and we did the Vicksburg a little thing together uh, for the MTA. And what a gr- glorious backdrop that – a facility is for people to come the welcome center if people had haven't been to it uh, and if you're traveling from out of state or even if you're in state you got to go check it out it's i guess it's the headquarters is that right glenn sort of the main no, the mississippi welcome center right there at the mississippi river at Vicksburg, and and the river's the backdrop it almost is a twin in natchez in historic natchez the, the oldest city in mississippi and so there are welcome centers all across the state, and, and uh, MDOT uh, staffs uh, with the Mississippi Development Authority. Uh, we have people that work there and make visitors to our state. Hey, over 23 million, yes. 150,000 visitors came to Mississippi last year, uh, and that number is growing every year. Which and, is- you know, you're right, and we actually had had uh steve azar perform some of your famous hits uh i don't have to be me till monday being one of those <laughs> and i played my my new one mississippi song i wrote for governor bryant and uh as i play it and i see the impact uh of people uh it gets it's exciting because that's how i know the song makes sense to anybody <laughs> i have to i have to test it on test the waters I'm Steve Azar. We're with the fabulous executive director of the Mississippi Development Authority. You're on In a Mississippi Minute. We'll be right back. Forever, forever, forever. Hey, folks. In the market for new pillows, I'd like to tell you about who I believe strongly is the best pillow manufacturer made right here in the USA. My friends at Beds by Design and their amazing Omni Pillow. The Omni Pillow is made with a copper-infused fabric, and they use high-quality fabric. The copper has been known to be antifungal, antibacterial, and good for the skin. The Omni Flow is the foam in the inside, designed by their veteran team. The Omni Flow is a one-of-a-kind product that is unlike any other material. It is a patent material that adjusts as the weight is applied. They combine that with responsive temperature control that regulates your body temperature as you sleep. OmniPillow has a 100-day return policy. And listen to this. They'll donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal? To give away 1 million pillows. Go to OmniPillow.com. That's OmniPillow.com. Enter promo code Steve Azar and receive 20% off with free shipping. You won't regret it. Thanks, guys. 
In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We were just two kids on the corner of Highway 1 and 82. I'm Steve Azar. We are in a Mississippi we Minute. We are with the, with the executive director of the Mississippi Development Authority, my pal, Glenn McCullough. Glenn is all over the all over the world. And just to hear him talk about, I, I said this and I meant this in my intro, it's infectious to be around you. You believe so much in this place and you believe in fighting for our workforce. Uh, and, and you and Governor Bryan have been such a great team. You mentioned the word team earlier. Um, yeah. I'm all about that. I, I do. I do believe. And I, and I believe, Glenn, that our Delta, if you know, at times I'll go, if we could get Cleveland and Indianola and Greenville and Clarksdale and Greenwood, et cetera, to play together like to check calendars and all this but it, it reminds me and sometimes and sometimes we do and it's so successful and i know it's hard because your individual city is competing what advice could you give to us because i feel like that coming together and being a teammate could help attract uh, more businesses uh you know especially with events like you got the juke joint festival then you got the bb king Festival, we have the mighty mississippi festival and then you have you know the grammy museums there constantly 24 7 there's just so much we got the jim henson museum there's so much down here but steve mississippi actually we're we are on a roll and and you mentioned some of our leading cities in in the delta i mean let's start with cleveland uh the grammy museum there are two grammy museums on planet earth uh one is in Los Angeles, California. The best Grammy Museum in the world is in Cleveland, Mississippi. Love it. And uh, I was there recently. Laura and I were there recently for a big event with Chairman Willie Simmons. Uh, and and, and uh, it, we met a couple from Australia that had come to Mississippi. There are new hotels uh, being developed in Cleveland. Delta State University is doing great under yeah. the leadership of uh, Bill LaForge, yeah. William LaForge, the president. Uh, we see or we see expansion of the existing industry, and uh, we'll let Governor Bryant and some of those companies, uh, the executives, make those announcements. But Cleveland, Mississippi, is growing. And you mentioned uh, Greenville, Mississippi, Uncle Ben's uh, Division of Mars right. uh, Corporation, Uncle Ben's Rice uh, is bringing their research uh, division to Greenville, Mississippi. You mentioned the the mighty Mississippi Music Festival. Just this past weekend, the Delta Soul uh, golf and uh, concert events. I, I, I was listening to Gallo on Super Talk, yeah, JT. Great. They were in Greenville, Mississippi. So tourism is an important part of that economy, but it's growing. The workforce and, and work keys that's going on in Washington County, Mississippi, they're a leader, not just for Mississippi, but across the, across the country. And then you mentioned Greenwood. Uh, the cotton capital of the world, the companies like Milwaukee Tool, uh, right. less than a year ago announced an, another 660 new careers for Mississippians, and wow. over half of those will be in their in their Greenwood, Mississippi plant, in addition to Jackson and Olive Branch. And so Mississippi is on the move. Uh, Delta Council recently had their annual meeting. They had the, the EPA administrator, Scott Pruitt, come from Washington. Right. Uh, he, he made an inspirational speech. Uh, Delta Council is doing great things with Delta Strong, an economic development initiative across mm-hmm. the Delta. 
And so uh, we are playing, you know, Mississippi is the birthplace of America's music. Right. And, and you're one of our most famous, known around the world. You performed around the world. And I, the other day you were in Seattle. I followed you on social media, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. telling the Mississippi story. We're getting our story out, and it's a story people want to hear. You, you know, uh, you know our tourism, you, you mentioned that, 23 million, think about this for a second. Yeah. 23 million, 150,000 people came from out of state, out of the country, to Mississippi last year. Uh, that's a near record number, and they invested over $6 billion in our economy. So when people come visit the Mississippi Delta, the Grammy Museum, the B.B. King Museum in Indianola, yeah. uh, or they visit the birthplace of Elvis Presley or the Jimmy Rogers Museum uh, over in Meridian, they say, wow, this is, not, this is much different than I expected in a positive way. Mississippians are warm, gracious, generous, welcoming people, right. and our state is beautiful like no other place. I look, I, so I love that, and you know what's funny is I've gotten even older in my age, and hopefully more wise. I've always I used to, and being in Nashville was tough. I love what you said. So I was always one foot in and one foot in Mississippi, one foot Nashville, Music City, one one foot in the birthplace of America's music. And so with that, it was this extreme tug of war that I had as a songwriter and even as an artist on stage because it almost seemed like my albums had two totally different focuses and my, uh, my concerts were the same way. So I would flip a switch somewhere on a record or somewhere on uh, in my concerts and it would turn all about us. Well, move, <laughs> moving home, it would both feed on planted, you know, firmly on the soil here down here. I sure. was able to art, go do that and just be all in Mississippi. And so now when I go play shows like in Seattle, you mentioned in Oregon, they want to hear the stories. So I don't have to. Now, you got to play. I don't have to be me Monday and waiting on Joe and Sunshine and you don't know a thing and all that. But but I love I still love playing those songs. And it, it gave me the opportunity to play 20 other you know, 20, 15 other songs in a show that are all about us. And and I'm really feeling like the bless that's been the blessing for me. So I've even gotten more focused as I've gotten older and I've gotten to understand and and everything you're saying I'm all in. You're saying basically that seven times the people that live in Mississippi came to visit Mississippi last this past year. You know that is exactly right, and it's really kind of hard to to get your mind around twenty three million one hundred and fifty thousand. That number was an increase over two thousand sixteen. And most of the additional people who came from out of state or out of the country from around the world actually were international visitors right. coming to Mississippi. And when you go internationally, go to Europe, go to Asia, go to South America, and you mention Mississippi, most people think that great river. And mm-hmm. and it is a great river, and it, and it certainly is a, is a, a something we're very proud of, the mighty Mississippi River and and, and the wonderful welcome centers that Mississippi has uh, in Vicksburg and Natchez and and uh, in, in, on the Gulf Coast and all across the state. But when people come to Mississippi, the thing they're most impressed with is the spirit, the generosity, the warm welcome of our people. Right. And Mississippians are like no other people on earth, and, and, and we're so glad you and Gwen and your family, your children, uh, are back in Greenville, Mississippi, oh, yeah. telling our story around the country and around the world. Thanks right. for sharing your talent, Steve. Well, no, no, no. Listen, that's uh, like I said, I owe, I owe, I owe us. So that's that's a uh, that's a no brainer for me, and it's easy. Uh, so we're talking to Glenn McCullough, executive director 
of the Mississippi Development Authority. He's got an extremely important job, a busy job. You're competing against other states. That's the bottom line, right? To get businesses to come here and to buy into our workforce and our people. Uh, and like you said, our culture. Uh, what are we working on right now that you're really excited about in the state? Yeah, well, a couple of things. In Mississippi, Steve, we win with people. We win because we're comparatively small state compared to our uh, contiguous uh, southern neighbors of Arkansas, Louisiana, Alabama, and uh, Tennessee. But we play as a family. In Mississippi, we, have, we take up for one another. And all across the state, that's a winning combination. Since 2012, private companies around the world, and, and many in the United States, have invested over $6.3 billion. And that's private capital that has been invested in Mississippi in new uh, investment that will build our tax base, more monies for schools mm-hmm. and Infrastructure, more money to for uh, law enforcement, make and keeping our 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 citizens safe. But over thirty one thousand eight hundred, almost thirty two thousand career opportunities since two thousand twelve, since Governor Bryant's been in office. So economically, we're growing, and I think the reason twofold: one, we are playing as a team, and tourism and and cultural heritage and the museums. And in our performing artists, Steve Azar, uh, Marty Stewart, Charlie Pride, and others uh, are telling our story. And we're getting our story out, and people are coming and saying, wow, this Mississippi is really a special place. You know, William Faulkner said, to understand the world, one must first understand a place yeah, like Mississippi. And our state's like none other. It's a story we love to tell, and, and mm-hmm. you do it well, not only with your music, but uh, but also with the, with your life. And uh, so it's good to be with you, Steve. Well, I don't know. It's great. I, lo- I, I just love hearing hearing what, what all goes in. Okay, so uh, before we go to a break, Glenn, I want to ask you, uh, you, get, you mentioned the birthplace of American music, and you get to play DJ right now, and I always got to figure out what songs to get and what acts to get you to choose between. And I know it's hard to choose, but you got to do it. So play DJ, give me Dorothy Moore or Albert King. Oh, man. Yeah, that's my job to make it difficult. Dorothy Moore. That's not a, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would say uh, Marty Stewart or Steve Azar. No, you can't do that hey, because I'm giving you. Because you got it. Because we're going to go into the break with one of their songs. Oh, I guess we could. There we're, you go. We're going to do Marty Stewart. And uh, Glenn McCullough has spoken, executive director of the Mississippi <laughs> Development Authority. I'm Steve Azar. You are in a Mississippi minute. We'll be right back. Country. Now how about you? Well, that's country. I was raised on that Mississippi mile. Now that's country. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Eight pounds of emptiness Crying and scared to death I'm Steve Azar. We are with Executive Director of the MDA, the Mississippi Development Authority. A very, 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 very important job for our state. I love the fact that how when I talk to Governor Bryant, how when I talk to you, Glenn McCullough, when I talk to C. Ray, Craig Ray, how crazy passionate 
with you guys, it, there's something that a common thread. There's an extreme uh, um, amount of humbleness in all of you that I see in your eyes. I hear it the way you speak. Uh, that reminds me of my dad, my father-in-law, which which is so attractive to me because I know what's inside them. This is not this is not a job. Uh, this is an opportunity, and Mississippi is on a roll. And and Steve, we give you credit for being our being our best ever culture and music <laughs> ambassador, telling our story. But all Mississippians are good storytellers, and, uh, right. and we got some folks who are pretty good writers, like Eudora Welty and and William Faulkner and uh, John Grisham and William others. Alexander Percy. Oh my gosh, it's just Absolutely. amazing. And uh, William Alexander Percy and. So Mississippians love to tell stories, and there is no story quite as diverse, quite as interesting, quite as compelling as the state of Mississippi's story. And so Governor Bryant loves to do that across the United States. He will be doing it next week uh, at a select USA uh, conference in Washington. People will come from around the world. Uh, He will meet with the ambassador from Japan uh, and Switzerland. And so... uh, Governor Bryant just tells a story. I mean, here here's a, here's a guy who grew up in Moorhead, Mississippi, right? And uh, to hardworking parents, a, a dad, a stay-at-home mom, and he and his two brothers, and and he's had an opportunity to live the American dream. And uh, we only want for Mississippi to be the best it can be. And and you grew up here. I grew up here. My wife did. And and and, and thankful that uh, Gwen came across that bridge. Yeah. Uh, and the Greenville, Mississippi bridge from Arkansas, and so. Mississippi has a compelling story, and people around the world are anxious to hear it. They're coming to our museums. We had two new museums open December 9th. President yeah, I want to talk to you about those two museums, too. I mean, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, uh, you can't go through uh, those museums without a tear coming down your cheek. It's a rich history, and we tell it accurately and honestly, and we're learning from it. And Mississippi is making great progress. You know why? Because Mississippians are special people. So far, you know, I'm not big on looking at statistics, but I love this one. Since Meridian, you know, I love Meridian. I'm just a fan of that town and what they're doing in the arts. They've had over 100,000 visitors already this year, right? Uh, And it opened in April, like late April, like May. Uh, the, The Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience, right? The Max. No, that's right. It, it opened April 28th. That's crazy. Bryant, lady were there, and Laura and I actually were there. Wonderful, amazing turnout. That is a facility like no other place where legends from Mississippi are celebrated. Legends of music. Jimmy Rogers, of course, yeah. has a museum there in uh, Meridian in film, in literature, visual arts. People like Jim Henson, they're all celebrated. And people who are coming from around the country, around the world, to visit the Max, the Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience in Meridian, Mississippi. It's a great gateway uh, on the eastern border of our state. And you just mentioned Jim Henson. So when people ask me, they go, well, what's great about Mississippi? Uh, and I go, well, just I'm just going to say Jim Henson and the Muppets, and I'm going to stop because <laughs> the whole world knows Ernie and Bert. When you're going in to, to sell in a serious pitch to somebody brand new, how much of it is involved uh, in your presentation? Well, company, people make investments uh, in places that, that have a high quality of life. And we in Mississippi enjoy a high quality of life at a comparatively low cost of living. And a part of that high quality of life is the rich culture, 
uh, the rich history, mm-hmm. uh, the rich arts, the music, the literature that we celebrate. Investors and, and business leaders want to know uh, what kind of workforce do I get in Mississippi? And we were the Swiss company, the CEO Brown Bavari, came to Mississippi. They are productive, they are profitable because people in Mississippi help make those companies productive and profitable. Beyond that, but what really seals the deal is Mississippi's a great place to live. We have a high quality of life. Our communities, uh, we now are, graduate, high school graduation rate exceeds 83%. Our third graders are outperforming the rest of the nation. And so there's so many positives in Mississippi because Mississippians are playing together. We're playing as one team. And it's easy to be excited about that. That's that, uh, Okay, that's, um, that's awesome. So all right, getting the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum. So that, that's one of those beautiful structures. You know, it fits us. What was the, as far as architecture, just seeing it from the outside, what, what went through get, getting that done? I mean, like, what was the process? And when did Governor Bryant and you guys all start that? Yeah, in the, it actually began when Governor Bryant was lieutenant governor. Uh, at the time, uh, Governor Haley Barber was in office. The legislature pulled together and said, you know, Mississippi has a history as a state. Uh, much of it uh, goes back to the uh, things along the Mississippi River. The Natchez Trace Parkway is a, is a, a thousand years. It's been, it's been a transportation artery. Uh, the Tom Bigby River that runs on the east side, and then the Intercoastal Waterway. We got rich history in the state, and not all of it positive, uh, but we have a history that we should learn from, and we and we should respect, uh, and and we should not be doomed to repeat it because we understand and we have a brighter future when we understand, revere, and respect, and and actually celebrate our history, and that's what those two museums, uh, the Muse- Mississippi Museum of History and the Mississippi uh, Civil Rights Museum actually in, in, in a very uh, profound way, it celebrates our history and we can go in and as Ms. Uh, Murley Evers uh, said, uh, you know, uh, thank God we have this and, and thank God we've learned from it. Right. And uh, it was a compelling day on uh, December 9th when President Trump came to help celebrate those two new museums. but. Not only that, what about the Grammy Museum in, in Cleveland, Mississippi? And, and we've got beautiful museums on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, so across the state, with the Automobile Museum in my hometown of Tupelo, uh, it's, it's the largest automobile museum in the United States, east of the Mississippi River. That's so and cool. And so uh, we've got a rich past, a rich history. Our culture is, is a culture that people enjoy sharing. And that's what they experience when visitors come to our state. So quality of life in communities that are successful uh, is a very big part of how we sell our state in economic development. When we do our, our Delta Soul, when we do our charity event, well, here's sure. what I love. Reggie Smith came in on Monday because he had a, base, a baseball camp. You know, it used to be everybody came in on Thursday. It starts Thursday through Sunday. Everybody goes home Sunday. Everybody loses my number after that. They go, we don't like you anymore. In two weeks, they call and tell me they love me because they, you know, they had too much fun, right? So right. <laughs> I'm always to blame, right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, Reggie came in the Monday before, and he stayed until the Wednesday after because he wanted to go fishing uh, with his wife. And uh, so he was here nine days. Wow. We had probably, by the time Wednesday came, we had 30 
already arrived and then 200 people you know 170 arrived every year it's backing up and when i ask everybody just because i just want to hear it because i know why and you know why and you've said it when i ask them why they come they said they've never met people that are like this they've and and i gotta tell you i I agree. So traveling the world, traveling the country multiple times, I've played every state so many times I I can't count. Uh, You know, there's nothing, there's no state left. Uh, And the people, our people are, it's just, it's just sort of innate. Um, It feels like everywhere, when somebody comes to visit us, they, they feel like they're at home. And it's the strangest thing, but to hear people talk about that. And so, you know, the, the world gets smaller and people understand our passion and compassion and our culture and our and our arts of all kinds i'm steve azar we're with the fabulous executive director of the mississippi development authority you're on in a mississippi minute we'll be right back well everything you know i ever do when i'm away from you is a waste of my time yeah hey folks If you're tired of being tired because your pillow isn't doing his job at night, give my buddy Chad and his team at OmniPillow a go. OmniPillow has a 100-day return policy, and listen to this. They will donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal is to give away 1 million pillows. It also comes with a stress cube that sells for 10 bucks. You'll thank me, I promise. Give yourself a much-deserved life's rest. Go to OmniPillow.com. Enter promo code Steve Azar. That's OmniPillow.com, promo code Steve Azar, and you'll receive 20% off with free shipping. If you ask me, there's no better pillow on the planet. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I still see you walking in my jeans, a vision pulling me apart at the scenes over love. I'm Steve Azar. We are in a Mississippi Minute. We are with the executive director of the Mississippi Development Authority, my pal, Glenn McCullough. I want to talk about mile markers. We got the Blues Trail, the Country Trail. We got the Freedom Trail. You know, you guys have been really, really uh, on this. Um, And they're beautiful markers. And we even have a marker at my dad's liquor store, which was the first legal liquor store in Mississippi, where I learned how to do everything in the back of it. It's called the Jigger and Jug. I always tell my dad I got my poetic license from him because he any, he named his liquor store the Jigger and Jug. I thought, well, that's like a hit song, you know? So the importance of, of, of all these trail markers. Yeah, and, and there are over 200 uh, Mississippi Blues Trail markers, and, uh, and, and there are also uh, Mississippi Blues Trail markers in Chicago and Los Angeles. Actually, it's one in France. So it's international. Wow. And it, 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 it informs people around the world uh, to the fact that Mississippi is the birthplace of America's music. And there's so many great blues uh, stars, B.B. Uh, King uh, being one, but and the King's Men, I think, uh, I think you, you perform with that man uh, right. at, at places. But we celebrate our blues trail. We also, you know, we, we celebrate the, the country music trail. 
uh, right now there are 20 markers, and, and they celebrate celebrate great artists like Mac McAnally, Faith Hill, Charlie Pride, Marty Stewart, Jimmy right. Rogers. So the Freedom Trail, I mean, Mississippi uh, was ground zero for in the Civil Rights Movement. There are 28 markers on the Mississippi Freedom Trail, and that commemorates people uh, and, and, and places uh, that were that were leaders in, in civil rights. And people around the world want to learn from the, the, the history that Mississippi has in, in country music, in blues, in civil rights. And that's one of the reasons that people travel and come to our state, and they say, wow, I'm coming back. I love it. The literary trail, you know, and I can't, can't forget that. I mean, you, we got writers, William Faulkner, Eudora Welty, many others, uh, who who have uh, made uh, a national name in in literature Woo. and uh, brings people in when they come they, they get a positive impression and the first thing that they mention is I've met no people any friendlier anywhere in the world they hey how you doing where you from right they look you in the eye they shake your hand pat you on the back what do you think about our state what brings you here and uh, that's that's the best way to tell our story right is, is invite someone to come visit for themselves. That's what you do uh, with the Delta Soul event every year. I, I, I love I love to be in Mississippi because, you know what, I feel at home. And people make me feel at home because hospitality is the way, way of life here. You know, the other night, Laura and I were at the uh, amphitheater, brand-new amphitheater in Brandon, Brandon right. Mississippi. Uh, 9,000 people uh, enjoyed the, uh, Dave Matthews and his, and his so cool. band. These are great opportunities, and, and uh, hey, we're telling our story. We are Steve. telling. And so with that, I'm going to let you go do your job because I know you have a lot to do. I can't thank you enough for all you do. I just love seeing this. I mean, it's like watching a great basketball team. I mean, you and Governor Bryant and C. Ray and the team that you have in place, y'all could beat the Golden State Warriors as far as I'm concerned. Like LeBron, <laughs> LeBron James needs you guys on the Cavs. Hey, and, Steve, man. It's, always, <laughs> it's good to play with you. And, uh, you know, music is an international language. And, and, and you mentioned the mighty Mississippi Music Festival. Mississippians are part of faith. And uh, faith faith is a part of our culture, part of our life. And and, and regardless of what, what, what your faith may be, people respect that. And, and, and we know who we are, we know what we right. stand for, and, and we welcome others to come to our state and experience what we know every day is the great state of Mississippi. So it's good to be with you, Steve. I love you, brother. And, and I'll also just uh, love to you and Laura and your family and, and uh, safe travels. Thank you, Steve. Same to you and Gwen. Okay. Thanks, my friend. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Securing America. A decision from the Pentagon Monday on the use of technology, such as some mobile devices and fitness trackers personnel rely on when they work out. Now they can't be used. While in locations designated as operational areas. Colonel Robert Manning with the statement on what has been a concern for the Defense Department since the beginning of the year, when it was found that some online sites, by organizing the data, can essentially map out secure installations abroad. These devices can present a significant security risk to DOD personnel on and off duty. 
and to our military operations globally. The technology isn't completely banned, just restricted, according to Colonel Manning. From using geolocation features and functionality on government and non-government issue devices. Pentagon leaders will make region-by-region region assessments on whether GPS functions can be enabled based on area threat levels. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. This is House Call for Health. There's a new health concern that didn't exist a few years ago. People seeking out plastic surgery to make them look as great as the filtered selfies on their smartphones. It's being called Snapchat dysmorphia. The American Society of Facial Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery says this growing trend comes from the improved technology of Snapchat and Instagram, where you can make yourself look fabulous, even if in real life you're not. A dermatologist who did research on this topic says patients are saying to him that they want every single spot gone from their faces because that's how they look in their filtered photos. Researchers say it becomes an obsession for some, yearning for fuller lips, thinner noses, and bigger eyes in real life. Doctors say some people are trying to achieve a look of perfection that is not possible in reality. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, I'm Joy Piazza, Fox News. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.